The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The erosion of dunes on Dublin's Port Marnock Beach has become a major cause of concern for many local residents and calls have been made for something to be done before the dunes are lost entirely due to people walking on them in the area. Now, joining me to talk about this is Fingal Councillor Joan Hopkins of the Social Democrats. Joan, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Thanks a million for having me on. You have described yourself as the fun police, stopping (laughs) people having fun. Have I? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, some people in my family have also called me that as well. Um, do you know, when we were uh, younger, we could uh, have great old crack in the dunes and, you know, in Borough Beach and Sutton and up in Port Marnock. And, um, you know, it was fine and we didn't know any better and there was plenty of them and less of us. So, um, you know, yeah, it, it was great fun, but we can't really do that anymore. OK, so what precisely is the problem in Port Marnock? I mean, is it to do with uh, coastal erosion because of climate change? Is it to do with human activity? Is it a mixture of both? Well, um, so it's not just obviously it's not uh, just Port Marnock. Um, like the North County uh, of Dublin in Fingal, we have 88 kilometres of coastline. So I suppose when I started this job three years ago, I attended um, a conference that was been held by the minister and they had invited along with Fingal County Council um, a local authority in Wales and uh, they were briefing us about the work that they had done were doing and uh, they were taking climate change and coastal erosion really really very seriously you know as if it is if it, as if it was an emergency which it is so what they were doing was you know they had a kind of um, a long-term three-pronged approach number one no more building on uh, coastal areas that are at risk number two serious protection measures be they man-made or nature-based um, to protect all their their ports, their infrastructure, roads, railways, and obviously um, towns and villages. And then, you know, further on down the line, there were, you know, if there were areas where they knew they couldn't protect, they were managing retreats. So they were actually moving infrastructure towns and villages back. So I suppose um, what we're doing um, in Ireland three years later is, um, well, you know, not a whole lot. Like, so, you know... <laughs> Instead of managing retreat... We are developing out towards the coasts in many cases. We sure are, Pat. And um, like even even after three years of having, you know, motions and meetings all supported by, you know, um, my local colleagues, um, all we've really managed to get the council to do is just put up a rope and a sign. And I suppose that's where the comment came about me being anti-fun because I spend a lot of time at Port Marnock Beach. And even though we now finally have the ropes and the signage people are they're playing in the dunes uh, you know or walking their dogs or whatever behind the signs so people don't really understand how important the dunes are for no, I have a picture of uh, one of the signs and it says these dunes aren't made for walking are not in other words uh, yeah. made for walking and it shows a picture of them and then some of the detail about all of this is that um, what happens when you walk or play on the dunes that uh, the marum grass that uh, grows in the dunes is uncovered, you know, as the sand is removed by human activity, that grass is vital to keeping the integrity of the dune in place. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Now, so like dune systems, they're dynamic, you know, they shift and change over time. But the marum grass has been so important. And, you know, as you say, keeping the actual dunes together. And there have been, you know, volunteers over the decades replanting marum grass, um, but it can't survive if people, you know, trample it. 
Yeah, now the the numbers, Port Marnock, when I was a child, it was one of the beaches that we would take, I think it was the number 33 bus or something out to Port Marnock and yeah. you'd have those tomato sandwiches with sand in them, you know, I remember, <laughs> I remember it well. And the, there used to be um, people who would uh, boil water for you so you could make tea or you'd bring a flask of tea. It was a very popular place. But yes. now, of course, there's an indigenous population, which is absolutely huge compared to back in the day. And on top of that, you still get the day trippers. So huge numbers of people. And often when the wind is blowing, the dunes offered protection from the wind. So people used to have their picnics there and kids would run up and down and throw themselves in the soft sand. It was a sort of a heaven. Yeah, yeah, absolutely glorious. And you're 100% right. I mean, you can go to Port Marnock Beach and, you know, the wind is blowing and it's freezing and then you go up to the dunes and you're protected and it's a whole other story. It's a much more comfortable place to be. So obviously it attracts people. But as you said, there are absolutely thousands more of us living here now and the coastal areas are much more built up than they used to be and of course um and i do this myself i i I swim all year round and lots of people are doing that you can go to port marnock beach now any time of the year and it's busy do you know there is there's no such thing as just a couple of weeks in the summer anymore so with so many more people we just really need to unfortunately stay off the dunes and and then you get uh, boot camps you know people doing their exercises they can't see the harm in it you know people who like to run uh, famously you know running up and down dunes is fantastic for uh, fitness you know if then if you go onto the track after running up and down the dunes you feel like you're running on air Um, but that can't happen anymore more in Port Marnock. It shouldn't happen. It can't happen, shouldn't happen now. In fairness to all of the local GA football teams that, you know, would have in the past used the dunes for exercise, they're, they've been brilliant. They don't do it. But occasionally we have like visiting teams or like you say, boot camps who come up and yeah, it's great exercise. So a- again, it's just, I don't know how many people read signs. I'm very rule orientated. I'll read the rules when I go somewhere, but not everybody does. Um, and so I, th- I really think we need a big educational piece. Um, I suppose that's why I'm speaking to you today, but it would be great if um, Fingal County Council had the resources to have beach wardens, you know, like a like park ranger style things, but on on the beach that would educate people and let them know why it's important. Yeah, um, it's a difficult one because the you know they might intrude on romantic interludes <laughs> in the dunes, which used to be a feature of it as well. Yeah. Okay. So the, 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 they'd be like the parish priest at the parish hall when people are dancing too close together. Okay, we, we might get them a megaphone instead. <laughs> now um, I have a text here: Donna Bates and Portran are worse than Port Marnock. Uh, one house in Portran was left hanging out over the dunes. They have yeah. done some work in Port though, haven't they? They have done work in Portran. And I suppose this is one of the frustrating things, I suppose, for us a little bit further down the coast, because what we're doing is firefighting in Portran. Um, when we know ultimately this problem is going to impact more and more of us on the coast. So that's why we need to be strategic. That's why we need to uh, plan the way the Welsh people are planning, because um, we don't have enough resources. And what um, Fingal County Council are left doing is, is, as I say, firefighting on one end of the coast and putting band-aids on the other, you yeah. know, with these ropes and signs. 
Yeah, and uh, equally, you don't necessarily want your coast uh, surrounded or protected by rock armour all the way along. That's not particularly sightly. Uh, It might be appropriate in places you'd much prefer to have healthy dunes uh, doing the work. Because uh, looking at the sign that is prepared uh, by Clean Coasts, uh, one, this human activity, we erode the marum grass that grows there, uncovering the sand beneath. Two, the wind then starts to blow the sand away bit by bit, causing part of the dune to disappear. This is called a blowout. Three, this sand ends up blowing onto land, buildings and roadways, calling pro- causing problems for local people. And four, blowouts can also create openings in the dunes, allowing water from the ocean to flow freely onto land, flooding homes and businesses. And that's, that's a major concern. In fact, later on in the programme, we'll be talking about the likely increase in insurance premiums because current flooding predictions cannot be relied upon in the future, you know, that you won't get flooded and you might be uninsurable. So the people in Port Marduk need to be wary of that, that their houses may be uninsurable if those dunes are to, to vanish. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, what Clean Coasts have listed there on that sign is what we need to get into the hearts and minds of everybody using the beach and everybody living around it. So, unfortunately, attractive though though the dunes may be for all sorts of activities, including just having uh, your picnic away from the wind, sorry, you can't do it anymore. Sorry, you can't do it anymore. I'm afraid those days are over. Hopefully they'll come back, you know, but we need to give them a chance to recover. All right. Social Democrats Fingal Councillor Joan Hopkins. Joan, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.